Blog Talk Like you move so fly to me Yeah, them other girls stupid, they ain't riding the beat I want to jam like jelly if you know what I mean Don't yeah. tell me how you feel and tell me what you're gonna do yeah. Baby, yeah. you wiggle yeah. and I'm And welcome back to another very exciting hour of Infinite Love Talk Radio. We are your hosts, of course, Doug and Jackie Christie, and we want you to feel free to join us by calling us live at 347-215-8305 anytime throughout the entire show. Yes, yes, that's right. Or you can jump into our chat room if you prefer as well. We might have a little bit of technical difficulty because, as you guys might know, we are on the road, and sometimes we have trouble with our phones. Um, Today we are discussing needing a vacation and how to make your vacation dollar go a long way. We are sharing great tips and ideas and where and when to go. Also, the top 10 best locations for the current economic crunch the world we live in is facing. We will also dish sports, marriage, lifestyle, beauty, and fashion. Here is the five must-haves for a great vacation. We have, you must have sun, location, safety, a beach, and time to shop around for great vacation prices. Let's face it, with the current state of the economy, everyone is trying to find a way to save money, right, honey? Oh, no question about it. Money is where it's at. And when you talk about sun, location, safety, beach, and time to shop, you notice my wife put time to shop in there, everybody. Cause you oh, no, get time that. to shop around for prices of a good oh, vacation, oh, not clothes. And so you're trying to help the pocket. No. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I'm just giving you a bad time. But sun is definitely important. Location is a big, big one. And, you know, one of our biggest ones is also safety, guys. Make sure when you're out there vacationing that you're Stay safe, no doubt about it. That's right, definitely. And whether it's finding the gas station with the lowest price, the grocery store with the best sales, or the airline that offers you the most competitive rates that allow you to fly for the cheapest on your next trip, money has become quickly one of the most prized possessions and commodities on the market. No one wants to part with it. Therefore, you got to look for the best possible deals. you got to first do your research. When it comes to saving money, the savviest of shoppers know not to go with the first deal they find. Although there may be many more deals out there, you have to go out and find them and don't trust. Like a friend may say, oh, you know what, I took that vacation last year or something similar last year. Go to this place. That's fine. Do that, but also still research. You can Google and say, as of today, what's the best price for this trip? No question about it. Second, you have to learn the tricks of the trade, and it is no secret that airlines want you to book early so you can pay the highest rate possible. Now, this can go both ways. Sometimes you can wait and wait and wait, and all of a sudden you can be very spontaneous and you can – buy an airline ticket at the last and the and the airline is trying to get rid of their ticket so all of a sudden you get it for a really good price. But in doing that sometimes you risk the chance of not being able to get where you want to go and all of a sudden all the flights get booked up and you can't get out like you want to. So you gotta be careful with that one. Lastly, look for airline tickets that are on a discount everybody saving money is the way to go so if you book your flight make sure that you're trying to not just 
buy the first airline ticket that comes if you're going to Jamaica or wherever you're going. Try to shop around. Look on the Internet. There are a lot of different uh, websites, uh, cheaptickets.com, a lot of different places that you can go to to find the very, very best prices for you. Now, we're going to give you also our favorite places. That is right. We're going to give you our favorite vacation spots to hit up, and uh, this usually doesn't break the bank. So, First, we have on our most favorite place to, to go to, although I will admit that this is a high-end resort, and but you can still get some awesome deals there, like instead of maybe booking a villa, just book a regular room, and a regular room, I'm telling you, is off of the hook. And this place, this is the our favorite place to go to whenever we travel, and that is Jamaica. One of our favorite places in Jamaica is Montego Bay. I'm telling you, if you've ever been to Jamaica or if you aspire to go to Jamaica, this is the place to go. Check it out. It is just nonstop fun. The people are fantastic from the food to the weather to just living that native lifestyle. It is it is fantastic. You have such a good time. There are sightseeing places like you can go, you can check out Bob Marley's Mausoleum. You can go and uh, get authentic Jamaican food at some of the local spots. And uh, the people are so kind uh, from artifacts to different things that you want to pick up. It is a fantastic spot. Jamaica is number one on the list. Almost oh, definitely. We're going to slow it down. We're only four minutes into the show, and we're flying right on through. We don't have a special guest to bring to you guys today, but guess what? we got a special show for you. As my husband was saying, we're talking where and when to travel to get the best possible deal. And one thing I do want to reiterate about the paragraph before that we were dealing with is airlines are in the business to make a profit. So like my husband said, check around, but also check other airlines. Sometimes we have our certain particular airlines that we want to fly. Say, for instance, it's Alaska or it's United. Make sure you're checking around with other ones that you may not normally fly because they may have a deal as well. The next one up on our list is we're going to drop down real quick and, and spice it up a little bit with Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver is a very um, serene place. It's up near Seattle, about two and a half hours out, and it's uh, north of Seattle. It's beautiful up there. The shopping is great, and you can go there really economically cheap. I know you could back in the day when the dollar was way more, and now I'm sure they still have great deals because, see, what they have down there is a lot of motels. And I know you're probably thinking motel, but their motels are very nice. Um, we've went uh, with different church groups and, you know, different people, and you can stay in like a Motel 6 is really nice. It's, you know, new, and they have cable and fireplaces in the rooms. They're almost like a residence inn, and for really, really really a great price. So it just depends on if you like a place like that. They have attractions there like the zoo and like whale watching. Pretty much though, you you really want to go on a vacation and just get massages and relax if you go to Canada, uh, Vancouver, because there's not a lot of other stuff that you're going to find in Jamaica, Hawaii, and Los Angeles. No question. Vancouver also has, like my wife said, a lot of motels, but they also have inns. They have bed and breakfast, so you can go someplace, mm-hmm. sleep, breakfast. Uh, and it might be a, a older house that was really fixed up, lots of rooms, and somebody's running, but it's really, really nice sitting on the water so you get the the serene of looking out at lakes and different stuff like that. If you enjoy the mountains, that is a fantastic place to go. From there, you can go to uh, Vancouver Island, I believe it is, and they have uh, charters that take you across. Like my wife said, you got whale watching, you got fishing, you got eagles, you love fishing, they got salmon, they got a lot of different stuff. So if you really want to check out 
really cool that maybe you haven't been to, check out Vancouver, Canada. Next on the list, someplace everybody knows about, and that is Los Angeles, California. That's right. LA is a fantastic place. Uh, a lot of people say, I, I love this, but I don't want to live there. But LA is fantastic. There are lots of different places that you can stay for. Really, an economic price, uh, fantastic food, sightseeing. You can take the kids to Disneyland. You can take them uh, to a number of. That mountain, that is right. It's just on the outside of L.A. Lots of rides. Uh, if you like water rides, they have that, too. It's just a, a really good place to come, visit, check it out, and you can see about anything that you want in Los Angeles because there is so much, so much there to see. Oh, most definitely. And like my husband said, it's also a great place to get good food. you got California Pizza Kitchen, a whole bunch of different places. We'll jump right down because uh, we got a lot to cover. We're talking where, when, and how to vacation in this economy. That's what this show is all about today. Again, you can call in at 347-215-8305 or join us in the chat room. I see the call lines lighting up. I have you open so you can jump right in and speak. Um, We're next talking about New York City. New York is a fantastic place not only to shop, but you can also go there and you can stay pretty cheaply as well. But I would recommend staying like at a Howard Johnson hotel, for example. Um, Back when I went with the modeling troupe many, many, many years ago, um, they suggested that all the models that couldn't afford to stay at the downtown Hilton they had at the time, definitely to try the Howard Johnsons and all of those at the airport, at Kennedy Airport, because those were new hotels then, and you could stay for literally $49 a day. And so that's really economical for you to go to the big city, but plan to ride the subway, plan to take taxis. Don't try to book cars because if you book a a limousine in New York City, you're talking $225 minimum, Um, and usually they want a two-hour minimum. So it costs a lot to use private um, private transport around the city, but you can go there and have a great time. You can see a lot of different things, the Empire State Building there and um, the World Trade Centers that, you know, used to be there is now um, a monument, and it's beautiful. It's another building there you can go and check out. So much to see and, and so many sites to explore in New York City. So that's another place you can go for relatively cheap. No question about it. Uh, from Central Park to the Soho District, if you love shopping, you can check out MSG. That's Madison Square Garden where some of the greatest games have been played at. Uh, like my wife said, check out the Statue of Liberty, but just a monumental, monumental place to visit. New York City. Uh, so nice. They had to name it twice. New York, New York. Also, on, that is right, babe. Also, on our list of most favorite places, we have to give you Hawaii. Now, Hawaii is somewhere where you can get there relatively cheaply. All you got to do really is get the ticket there and everything up and beyond that. It's not going to be very, very expensive. Uh, you can go to Kona, Maui, Waikiki, Honolulu. There are so many different places Uh All the times that we've ever been to Hawaii, the people are so nice. You have such a great time. Lots of sun, lots of beach, lots of relaxation. That's a place where you want to go where you're just going to hang out, relax, and just really lay back. Most definitely, as my husband said, you got to be wanting to go there, though. If you want to go there and take excursions and stuff, make sure when you book your travel through your travel agency, you get the all-inclusive deals. That's where they'll include in. They'll let you smorgasbord pick what you want. 
okay, I want to make sure that I go scuba diving when I'm there. I want to make sure my hotel and my food, three meals a day is included, that sort of thing. And then it might be, say, for instance, $500 for the whole thing, and airfare included. You might have to stop in two cities along the way, but economically and in this time, you can still take an affordable vacation, have a wonderful time. It's also a good idea to travel with friends, especially when going somewhere you've never been because it's kind of dangerous. And as you know, with the Holloway case, that it, it really can be going in other countries. It's really, really, really scary and dangerous. So not only will it save you money if everybody can pitch in together, you can go and get big meals at a restaurant and kind of ask for extra plates and share. I mean, there's so many different ways to make it economical. Do your research. Make sure you check in all of your options and plan, plan, plan. And when I say that, just make sure that everything that you're going to want to do that you can think of off the top of your head you include when you talk to your travel agent so that way they can book you a very fair price. Here we go. Next one is beaches vacations, as they are all-inclusive, and you will be able to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner in your package. Just make sure to clarify. Again, I'm going to reiterate, clarify with your travel agency, but any beaches vacations, if you go in Google, type in beaches vacations, they have all different kinds from, you know, Hawaii to Jamaica to different, you know, places where they offer resorts or they offer packages. So remember, it's beaches, B-E-A-C-H-E-S, vacations. No question about it. That is one that is a really, really good one that I know that the people out there are truly, truly going to enjoy. Uh, also, now this is one, when I say this, people are going to say, no way, it costs a lot to gamble, but that's right, Las Vegas, Nevada. You go to Las Vegas, and we're suggesting someplace that it isn't going to cost you an arm and leg to go to Las Vegas, and if you're not doing gambling, you will be really pleasantly surprised that the food in Las Vegas is not ultra expensive. You can also go to shows in Las Vegas. There are so many, so many sights to see from white tigers to sharks to uh, the Bellagio and the water and light show. If you like the golf, you can do that. They have fantastic spas. But probably one of the things that you really, really enjoy is some of the shows, some of your favorite singers, some of your favorite uh, shows that you might want to see. They put them on the stage, lots of lights. It is really, really a nice place to go and check out. Most people think Las Vegas gambling. Oh, my goodness. But keep your money in your pocket. Spend it on the things that you want to for having a good time and check out Las Vegas. Oh, most definitely. And you know what, you guys, see that song just brings us back to there's another place you can go and another thing you can do, take a cruise. It's kind of, you know, one of those things where you get it all included again, you make sure you check, and you take some friends with you. Cruises are always fantastic. You can do a lot on those boats. On top of, you're out there on the water, you're relaxing, you're, you know, you're listening to the waves, and it's fun. You can swim on the boats, you can play bingo, dance, party, go to movies, all kinds of different stuff. So it's another vacation where once you have a certain budget, you can go and stay within that budget. Now, there will be things to buy on the cruise. There will be a gift shop. There will be this. There will be that. But as long as you stay close to your budget as possible, you can make it happen. So cruises are another fantastic thing to do, wouldn't you say, honey? Oh, baby, you know cruises is really one of the ones that is at the top of the list because in a cruise you can get so many different packages. And when I say packages, you can go on a cruise that tours Alaska. You can go 
to uh, Mexico. You can check out the Caribbean. They'll add Jamaica. You can get a Jamaica-Mexico mix if you want to. Uh, also, for the people who have children, they have Disney cruises. Disney cruises are awesome. All of the, the Disney characters are there, and it's really child-friendly, but at the same time, there's stuff to do for the adults. So check out cruises. It is a can't-miss for vacation and fun on a budget. And as you guys can see, we're passionate about this, but we got to move on. We didn't want to cut it short. I know you want to hear more, but guess what? Remember, it's your vacation, so relax and enjoy it. Feel free to email us anytime for more great tips and ideas on making your vacation all that you dream of. And again, remember, email us, sales at JackieChristie.com, www.sales at JackieChristie.com. Com. And guess what, y'all? We're moving right along. We're jumping into hot topics and world news. We are discussing today Boy Wonder. He's 11 years old. He graduated from college. Can you believe it? An 11-year-old Boy Wonder has mastered martial arts, math, science, and now college. Moshi Kai Kavalin is graduating with honors with honors, y'all, from East Los Angeles Community College this week. His plans for the future indicate he's just getting started, according to a report from NBC Los Angeles. Okay, it is just a fantastic, fantastic thing. And and check him out. Go on, Google him. Again, he's 11 years old, and he is graduating from college. That is incredible, baby. When I saw that story, I said his heroes are Albert Einstein and Bruce Lee. Well, you know he's heading in the right direction. <laughs> Go ahead, big man. Also in the news, we got a rancher wins 232, let me say that again, 232 million in the lottery, and I say hats off to you. His first quote was, I want to thank the Lord for giving me this opportunity and blessing with this great fortune, and I will not squander it. That was fantastic to hear, no question about it. His last name is Wanless, who is a single, lives with his mother and father on a 320-acre ranch near Mission. Now, they have lost their ranch, actually, because of back taxes and a lot of things, and a $15 uh, bet worth of tickets on a Powerball got him 88 Five million dollars after taxes money and I will say this he said it'd be nice if we'd go for a longer ride than usual on a bigger ranch of our own he was talking to his horse when he said that ladies and gentlemen so hopefully big plans for him because uh, he said that the community has truly truly helped him and his family and he plans to repay pay them many times over so hats off to Wayne listen hopefully that whole situation works out Oh, most definitely. You guys, we have one last one that I'm going to share with you before we jump into another hot area of our show. But call in 347-215-8305. You'll be on Infinite Love Talk Radio with your host, Doug and Jackie Christie. And we have next new school hopes that a six-figure teacher's salary paves the way to success. People everywhere envy teachers for their comfortable schedule, right? Reliable benefits and job security. But teachers are not known for their lucrative compensation packages until now. A new charter school in New York City is looking to change that by offering six-figure salaries to recruit the very best teachers. The school is scheduled to open next fall for 125 fifth graders, will offer its eight teachers yearly salaries of $125,000 with the potential for additional performance-based bonuses. Now, I won't finish reading this because I'm just passionate about this and I'm overly overwhelmed with just joy for hearing this, but at the same time, we want to make sure these teachers understand that 
you still got to put the work in. And, and the wonderful thing about it is they should have been getting larger salaries for all these years, so I'm so happy that they are, but I don't want certain teachers to come along and feel like, well, I'm making so much money and maybe not put in as much effort. So I hope they find a happy balance and everyone wins because ultimately the kids is the next generation. So this is a great story, a positive story, and we're very happy for this uh, school, this charter school, making this type of a move. Hopefully many more will follow, huh, babe? Oh, that that is fantastic. I think that teachers, they inspire and they yes. teach the kids in, in a level that is, is so fantastic mm. that paying teachers like this I think is really going to inspire teachers to inspire their That's students right. to do bigger and better things, and hopefully we can get some of those 11, uh, 11-year-olds graduating from college kids. That's right. <laughs> so, well, also in the news, former NBA star Randy Smith dies in Norwich, Connecticut. Randy Smith, an all-star with the Buffalo Braves in the 1970s, who uh, once held the record for most consecutive games played, uh, died in Connecticut in a Connecticut hospital. He was 60 wow. years old, and our hearts and hats go off to him. Uh, a fantastic talent from 70. 72 to 83, played in 906 consecutive games until one of the Laker greats, A.C. Green, broke that record in 1997. So to wow. a family, uh, much respect, no question about it. Honey, so what did they say what he died from? Well, from my understanding that he was on the treadmill, so I believe it was a heart attack that that he died from. But uh, they didn't give, a, they didn't go really into it in the story because I think they're still doing uh, everything to, to find out exactly why he passed away. But uh, he yeah. in, the, in the 1978 All Star Game, he was playing alongside guys like Julius Irvin, Moses Malone, Dave Cowens, Pistol Pete Maravich, and he scored in that game. 27 points and was named the most valuable player. So we're not just talking about any player. He finished wow. with 16,262 points in his career and just uh, one heck of a player, no question. So, you know, honey, I know when you were doing the story and the research on it, there was other uh, sports players that also died unexpectedly or at a young age and stuff. I mean, that's, that's amazing that this is starting to happen. And do you think it has something to do with nutrition? And are you going to talk to the players that you're training for your Christie Sports Management? Are you going to kind of encourage them about nutrition and health and how to, you know, remain healthy all the way through. No question about it. That is is one of uh, the missions of Christie Sports Management is mind, body, and basketball, and we're really mm-hmm. trying to teach the athlete how to take care of their body. But a lot of times, I at least this is my opinion, and what I'm seeing is athletes dying at younger ages yeah. because you push your body so hard for such a short period of time, and then all of a sudden you cut it off and you stop doing that altogether. The body just doesn't function as well. So you have to still do something that is uh, letting your body feel that athletic ability, whether that is yoga, whether that is uh, riding on a bike and not putting so much pressure on your joints and running or different things. There's still something that you have to do to, to kind of keep going along that because you can't drive this Ferrari and then all of a sudden just stop and don't <laughs> use it anymore because it's going to fall apart. So you still have to do something. But uh, it sounds like he was, so maybe that was something different because he, from my understanding, was on a treadmill and working out. So, uh, well, we just got an email from someone that's listening to this, and they said that's very valuable information. But I think I believe it's a lady, Kim. She said she's a little worried when you say that you have to keep doing stuff because she used to run track. And I'm just kind of taking from your. I hope I'm answering asking this question correctly. But she used to run track, and 
now she's not really doing much and she's starting to get chest pain, so do you think she should go to the hospital? My question to you, I also agree with her, is I'm just now about to start really kicking in heavy because, you know, I've always wanted to do weightlifting and, um, you know, physical fitness model type thing, you know, we're like Tanya, for example. And yeah. we're starting that, and I'm embarking on that. Now I'm nervous because it's like, what if I do it, get to a certain level, and then don't? I don't want to pass away at a young age. Well, what I'm what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. if if you whether you are working out or okay. whether you're not working out, mm-hmm. you got to take it slow oh. and work your way into whatever it is that you're doing. And then once you get to a level, then you try to maintain that. And that doesn't oh. mean that you have to go out and you just have to run all these miles and do all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It can be moderate exercise, but we have to understand that this body that we're given, we have to take care of it. And if you just like run your car, for instance, I'm giving yeah. that as an example. If you run your car and you never oil change it, you never do this type of stuff for your vehicle, well, what happens to your car? It breaks down. All of a sudden, you need to either buy a new one, you need to overhaul it, you need to, and sometimes we need to do that with our bodies, whether that's cleaning your colon, cleaning your liver, uh, checking on your heart, checking on your lungs. These are things that as you get to the age of your 40s and your 50s, because when you're younger, your body has a better metabolism, so it gets that stuff in your body and it gets it out and we really don't pay attention and then as we start getting a little bit older all of a sudden we need to even take more care of the body because the body is our temple and we have to make sure that the the food that we're putting in it is good and that we are trying to exercise it and do things. And when I say exercise, people, I'm not saying go crazy. I'm talking about stretching. I'm talking about walking. I'm talking about massages and stuff like that. Just try to take care of the temple. And here's another question for you. They said they know this gentleman said he was at the Laker game and he saw you there. What did you see on the court? It doesn't seem like basketball have as many athletes as when you and the Kings play. Thank you very much, by the way. Well, I, I, I mean, looking at the game, I, I think that athletically it, it – that isn't such a big thing as people playing the game the right way. And I just looked personally when I saw the game, I thought that the Lakers really dominated Orlando. And before the series started, I thought that that's what I was going to see because matchup-wise, I'm looking at the Lakers and I'm thinking that they really match up well against uh, the Magic. And man for man, they are going to dominate them. Now, they did that in game one. I truly believe that uh, Stan Van Gundy is, is a good coach mm-hmm. and he will be able to make some adjustments. But I don't think those adjustments are 25 points worth of adjustments in the finals that are going to lead them to a victory. I think the game will be closer, but I still think that the Lakers will persevere in this game and ultimately in the series. But see, sir, you're going to have to stay on the line because sports is coming up in a little bit when we bring the whistle on. You are not going to get a little sneak peek into what Doug's predictions are, so you're going to have to hold on. But you know what? We were talking about news, and then we just got off on all this stuff, which is great. You can call in 347-215-8305 and talk with your host, Mr. Christie or Mrs. Christie, and we'd be happy to address some of your questions. Um, and I see all the different messages. Thank you guys so much. Yes, we are doing some great things in the community and with the book and all of that, and we'll talk about that um, a little later in the show. But right now we're going to jump into really quick, we're going to give you three hot tips of beauty and fashion and lifestyle. No question about it. Starting it off, we're going to go with reflexology. Now, so for some people out there saying, what is reflexology? Well, in layman terms, that would be a foot rub. (laughs) But let me tell you, this is something that can truly, truly help you. You have pressure points on your feet that – 
I didn't know about, and now that I do and have been knowing for some years, reflexology is something that I try to get as much as possible because you have points that can help your lungs, your heart, your colon, and every other organ in your body if you get them massaged, drink a lot of water. So check out reflexology. Uh, your massage specialist should know about it, and it is something that can truly, truly help you in the long run. Most definitely, and then jumping down to the next one, we got Virgin Airlines, okay? We are hearing nothing but great things about this airline. We haven't flew it ourselves, but a couple people that we know of in the last few months um, have, and they said you get your own little TV screen on the back of the seats in front of you, and um, it's leather seats, and they're really, really big, and it's like the whole plane is first class, and they're brand-new planes, and you, you take off smooth and land smooth, and it's, like, so exciting. And usually, you know, we have a little group that we travel with our little family and you know of course it's the Wiz and Doug and I and our kids and our mom and sometimes my sister and so on and we just love to be comfortable so we're going to have to check out that airline but everybody Virgin Airlines is a tip that we have for you this weekend lifestyle if you get a chance and you can fly from LA to Seattle for $59 if sometimes it goes up to say for instance 169 but darn I mean that's still a great price when you're looking at other airlines that start out at 400 no question about it, and if everybody is kind of <laughs> lounging and relaxing, that is a good thing. Virgin Airlines, check it out, people. I also have for all the males out there, and even the females, because some ladies like that male. Go ahead and tell it. Go ahead and tell it. I wear his cologne, you guys, and he's yes, trying to hint, hint. <laughs> yes, he steals my cologne, everybody. But uh, from Paris, France, comes Terre de Hermes. By mm. Hermes. I'm telling you, this stuff is scented. Uh, I got it from my, it for you. my daughter. I didn't <laughs> know. I, I know she's special, but she picked out one heck of a cologne. So buy Herms. Check it out today. Yeah. And guess what, you guys? We're getting a lot of requests for you to hear this song, so I'm going to play it. But I'm only going to play a few minutes of it, or a few seconds of it, excuse me, because we got to jump right in to the next one, which will be Love and Romance, before we get into the hottest part of the show, and that's sports, okay? So I'm going to play it really quickly, so you got to listen. You got to listen fast. We only can give you a little bit. You got to go to JackieChristie.com or you know what, better yet, go to ColorGirl.com. Go to ColorGirl.com. You can download the song and listen anytime you want. Now we're in the wonderful part of our show that is love and romance. And immediately following, we're going to jump into sports. So check it out, everybody. You always know we give you something special during this time of the show. And today we have a beautiful poem called A Dream Come True. Feelings that once were hidden are now expressed to you. Days that once were stormy are now the brightest blue. Times that once were lonely are now filled with pleasure. 
all that once was mine alone are now things we both treasure. Nights that once were cold are now comfortable and warm. Fears that once were real are now gone with the storm. A heart that once was broken can now finally mend. A person once alone in life can now call you a friend. Dreams that once were longed for are now all coming true. The love I once thought was gone, I have now and forever in you. That is by Don Ballard. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful poem. No, that was really hot. Okay, you guys, in this week's questions we have for you, what would you guys suggest to a person considering, wait a minute, hold on, whoever's playing my song, just chill, listen to this. What would you, this is a question, what would you guys suggest to a person considering having an affair because my girl did it, so I really feel it's fair for me to do as well. I only have two words for you. No way. No way. That's all I have to say. Honey, would you like to address it? Should he I, said that since his girl did it, he should feel that he should have, he should be able to. No. <laughs> well, well, what you, see, it's, it's silly. You don't even have anything to say. So moving on to the next question. Don't do it, man. Okay. Do it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Jackie, it's true that you guys are getting married this year in Washington, D.C. at the White House. Uh, No. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm just giving you these one-liners, but I'm ready to hear about sports. I want to know what you guys think. But anyore we don't, we don't stay where we have. We got to stay with it. We can't, we can't veer. Okay, number three and final, Doug and Jackie, can you guys give us any tips on where we should hold our next wedding as this is our third now, mm-hmm. and we are so encouraged by the two of you. We really want to do it every year too. Thanks for the great tradition. Now it's our family's tradition too, Melissa in Memphis, Tennessee, and I would say a good suggestion to get married right there in Memphis. Um, isn't there a famous uh, like blues or jazz bar there? Remember when you played? Uh, or you can yeah. just go to Go to the Peabody Hotel no, where the ducks come the down the elevators and put tuxedos no. on the ducks. You'll be off the hook. No, honey, wait. What is that? What is that restaurant? When we went, when you played there, and we was there at the hotel. Isaac Hayes' restaurant. That it was it well, is. I, I the famous like blues thing, BB Kings or somebody. Uh, I think it might be Isaac. Okay. Or he has a restaurant, but I'm oh, not sure. But they need to get married there. It's famous. Go to the Peabody. <laughs> the Peabody with the ducks. My husband's playing around, but guess what? It's that time. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's a, you know that music right there when it just comes in and then it just drops it, barks. Basketball is my favorite sport. They like the way I put them up and down the court. That is right. It is the NBA Finals, uh, amongst so many, so many other things in the world of sports. And for all of our listeners out there, this is one of our most pleasurable times to bring on with you the one and only Wizzle, Wizzle Blog Talk Land. Need you? Are you there? Hey, what it do? There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Wizzle, before we jump into the NBA Finals, one of our own, and I call him our own because he was in Seattle for so many years, we got to give kudos to one 6'10", 45 years of age. And when you talk about 6'10", you think I'm saying a basketball player, but I'm not. I'm talking baseball. Randy Johnson, the second oldest to reach 300 uh, 300 career wins. Wizzle, what what do you say about uh, the big unit? Man, it took him long enough, didn't it? I mean, he was up here for two weeks. (laughs) No, I'm just messing with you. Randy, congratulations. I knew it was going to happen. 
it was a matter of time. Uh, uh, obviously, it was bound to happen in Washington where it did. Uh, I see the game where it was rained out. That was kind of crazy. Uh, pro- probably should take you back to times of playing in Seattle, but I'm happy for you. You got it done, and uh, you're on your way to probably that Hall of Fame. No question. You know, Whittle, before he was 30, he only had 64 wins. So that, that lets you know how many wins he got after the age of 30. And I was looking at some stats, and I saw that the leader in this, this statistic of most wins in a career is Cy Young, obviously. But 511 wins, my God, what was he throwing? Well, obviously it was a different time of baseball, uh, he obviously uh, had my players, bro. Oh, well, hey, Hi, we, we got a caller on the line. Hey, we can talk about them too. Give us, give us a minute now. We gonna get there. <laughs> he said he want to hear the Lakers. What is up? <laughs> yeah, I, I like the Lakers, man. Uh, well, do you, do you, are you saying that the Lakers are gonna win? Yeah, the Lakers are yeah. gonna win. Hello, no, they got Shaq off the team. That's all right because you know he dunks, but you got Kobe. Come on. If Kobe That's does right. better than this year, then we we got a winning category going on. You know, it's like a winning, winning, losing uh, situation. If you win, then we got another plane ahead of us because they're people winning and winning, and that's making me more money and money. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Well, you you know what? Since you're talking basketball, I'm going to bring the whistle in here to give us his prediction on this finals because I know he watched game one, and we're going to talk about that too. But, whistle, what do you got happening here after you see game one? Do we got a Lakers fan on the phone that says the Lakers hands down are going to do it? What are you seeing? You know what? I think that you guys have a very good chance. Uh, obviously, you've got the know-how. You've got the experience with coaching. And obviously, uh, the player on the team, the most decorated, obviously, on the court in Kobe Bryant. Um, you guys got a great chance at home. There's a 25-point deficit that Orlando has to make up. Uh, Dwight Howard, one-shot attempt. Officiating was probably a little bit of an issue for the road team. Uh, I expect them to, to gather back and to, to, to regroup and have a better effort, but I still think that L.A. is going to handle their business at home. Ooh. Well, Caller, uh, how many games do you see this series going? Because after you give me your prediction, I'm going to tell you what, what I said the other day when I was on the radio. Well, what do you got? Is it going in six games, four games? What do you got? Five games. <laughs> Five, man. Five. You must, are you reading my notes over here, Caller? I don't know what's up. But you know what I said? I thought I was being a, a, a little bit quick in saying that the Lakers would sweep them, but I said five games, and, and the people in the studio looked at me like I was crazy because we had some guy there who had bought game seven tickets, and I said, no way, it's not happening in game seven. Is <laughs> There's no way, but I, I agree with you. I think your Lakers uh, really outclassed Orlando Magic right now. Orlando will be a great team because they have such a young superstar in Dwight Howard, but right now Kobe Bryant and the Lakers, especially with Luke Wall, and if he continues to play the way that he played, uh, they're not going to be able to pull it out. Now, Wizzle, i got a question for you. If you are Stan Van Gundy, and you're a little bit taller than him, and, uh, you know, uh, anyway, uh, what do you do with Jameer Nelson? I mean, he comes back. Does that break what you guys got going, or do you stay with him because he was your guy? Well, you know, um, that's a tough decision. Obviously, obviously, it's one that the coach gets paid uh, big money to, to deal with. Me, personally, as a player, uh, I know that the guys that we move forward with, 
we are the new team. And if it's not a knock against their all-star, because obviously he earned uh, the right to be on the all-star team this year, and obviously their record as a team, is, uh, was his, his role was significant. But at the same time, you've got this new continuity. You've put out Boston. Uh, you had a tough series against the Philadelphia team that was physically and, and mentally challenging. And uh, you go ahead and take care of King James and the, the MVP and the best team, uh, uh, so to speak, in the league in terms of the record. So uh, you kind of got to roll with the guys you have out there. I think that it hurt him a little bit to not have Rafer have his minutes. And as well as uh, the backup, I, I, I forget his name, he played a huge role uh, against Cleveland. And uh, he didn't play at all. So ultimately it hurts the team. I do think that while Jameer was in, uh, the stint that he had scoring and dropping off a, a few assists, that was as good as it gets. You take him out and then you get back to your regular stuff if that's something mm -hmm. that you wanted to do. But uh, otherwise, I, I, I think you, you got to go with the guys who, who got you there. What do you think about that, Collar? I think that's pretty decent, you know, because if Kobe keeps winning the league, though, then we might have a this winning team right there, you know. Kobe's pretty good, but sometimes he can suck and sometimes he can win. It's just like, it's his mood and the status where he's in, you know. If he's in a good, really happy mood, then he we might win and we might get the championship. Maybe five or six games or seven, you know, just to warm him up. But if there's a penalty on him to then that one sucks because he's pretty good, I think. Well, Wizzle, I, I agree with you on Jameer Nelson, and I, I don't know that I would I would play him as much as I played him last time. Now, the caller is talking about Kobe Bryant, and I have a question about that also, Wizzle, because Kobe went out and he scored 40. They won the game. Do you believe that this is going to be something that he does in the second game, or is he going to do like he did in the Denver series and maybe come out and defer to his teammates in this one and give Orlando a different look? Well, I, I think that definitely he has to – Phil Jackson said it best. Uh, it was the start of the fourth quarter. He was like, wow, Kobe's really doing – he's on a great run. He really – it looks good, but we've got to get some other guys involved. And that's huge because it is a team sport. And, again, if Kobe goes out and scores 50 and nobody else does anything, uh, they could have a situation a lot like what Cleveland was dealing with in terms of LeBron James going and putting up big numbers and, and no one else really coming along to help. So Kobe's job will be to facilitate to his teammates a bit more. Um, he had he was 13 for like 26, somewhere around 30 shots. I think that he could drop that down and, and really stay in that high efficient number area. I'm talking about – going to the line 15 times or so and shooting about 20 shots and then looking to get his the, the numbers across the board in terms of stats. Uh, but you got to set the, your teammates up. you got to get Paul Gasol and get Bynum going. you got to get them feeling good about themselves. Uh, also, uh, Lamar Odom, uh, you got Farmar. All these guys come off the bench, and they really, really, really feed off of Kobe in the way he plays. And not only that, uh, Trevor Ariza is another uh, huge key place. Uh, player because uh, you know he's playing against Orlando. I'm sure he wants to perform well, and uh, you got to get him going too. So I, I look for him to defer a little bit, you know, a little bit more, and try to get his guys off, and then finally try to uh, uh, implement himself a little bit more. I agree with you on that one. You know, when you when you talk about Kobe, and then you talk about the defense 
that the Orlando Magic are trying to play against him. I don't see them being as effective uh, as they were against LeBron James. And one of the points that I made was you got Mikael Pietras, and he played in Golden State for a number of years. And Kobe, I'm sure if you look back at the stats, handled him relatively easily. And I don't think that you get the same Pietras that was shutting down LeBron. You don't get that against Kobe Bryant. So that takes like their biggest defensive weapon away from Orlando and really gives Kobe kind of the run of the table to do this deferring and different things. And then you also said, Wizzle, that when you look at uh, Trevor Ariza, he is able, and Lamar Odom, they are able to stick Hito Turkoglu and Rashard Lewis a lot better than um, – uh, they did in the previous series because they had smaller guards. So the matchup on the perimeter with Petrus, do you see Kobe continue to handle him the same way? Uh, without a doubt. Um, I, I just think that maybe there's one more level of defense that Petrus would go to, and that would be jumping. And it really irritates me and it irks me to see a guy who's hot and you just put your hands up. Little kids and, and anybody who plays basketball, if you're listening, girls and boys, you have to jump and can p- compete and contest the shot. It's not necessarily reaching and breaking the plane and reaching over trying to touch the guy's hand. You just want to jump up in the air, show him how high you get, and hopefully they'll look at your hand and not focus on the target. So you got to play a little bit uh, better defense. Uh, but other than that, I, I just think that you got to take away some of the strength. He gets the ball. He's been shooting it pretty well from certain spots. Maybe you got to give him looks from other areas and then bump him and touch him a little bit. Maybe you got to – irritate him and, and ruffle his feathers because uh, if you let him play like that, it's going to be a long night. No question about it. Now, the the press in Los Angeles and around the world is really talking about Dwight Howard and the fact that he's going to come out in this game. He only got six shots. He made two of them. He didn't have a particularly good game. But to balance that back out is something that I said, well, you have Andrew Bynum, Paul Gasol, you have Josh Powell, DJ Binga. That's 24 fouls. And then if you want to just throw in Lamar Odom, you got 30 fouls. So if he does get hot, the Lakers have the ability to foul him, put him on the line, really physically make him uh, very tired because it is tiring when you get fouled like that and then you're trying to run the court and get position. So do you think that, that he has the possibility to be a big factor? Do you think that L.A. with all those fouls is going to be able to keep him in check? Uh, I think definitely a little bit of both. Um, obviously, L.A. will do everything that it takes. Uh, they do have fouls to give. Uh, you've got to have the right players giving fouls because you can't have uh, uh, Andrew Bynum and, and Paul Gasol getting cheap fouls uh, early. And at the same time, uh, uh, Dwight Howard can't get offensive fouls two quick ones early, you know, this coming game. But another thing, uh, when you watch the the third quarter, fourth quarter, the, they were terribly down. They pass it in. They kick it out. They're wide open shots. I know they're not making them, but the purpose of basketball is high percentage possession. If you pass it to a guy in the paint, Dwight, you got to keep the ball and go up. There's just certain times when you got to be a little bit more greedy and, and, and cause more havoc and, 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 and put more pressure on the, on the bigs that the L.A. has because, you know, it's nice that you, you pass it out to It's the appropriate play. But if you guys are making the three-point shot and you're passing up high-percentage shots for, you know, the chance to make a three, I, I think that they need, really need to review their attack and, and the, the, the purpose of, of what they're looking for, because Dwight has to get 20 shots. There's no way he doesn't get 20 shots in my book a game. 
So uh, I think if they just have to review what they do, and I, I do think that L.A. will make it No question about it, Wizzle. Well, how, how do you think they get off, and this is the Orlando Magic I'm speaking of, how do they get Rashard Lewis and Hito Turkoglu off? Now, Hito I see being a little bit easier because he dribbles the ball, and something that I thought was really good that the Lakers did was – they made Richard Lewis put the ball on the floor. He got a couple of open looks, but for the most part, he put it on the floor, and he was looking uncomfortable. How, if you are Stan Van Gundy, do you get those two guys off? Is it give Dwight Howard the ball, or is it run plays for them? Again, it's review the way that you that you the way you succeed. So again, are you going the way they were playing last game was pretty much outside in. So you got to really emphasize the fact that we're going inside, and they have to pound it down. And and that's when you really free the guys up, and, and they really get a good look at it, good, comfortable shot. And, again, I know that a lot of the comments after the game was Orlando couldn't believe uh, how terribly they shot. They said that's the best, that's the horrible, the, 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 that they've shot the ball all year. Uh, but the point is, is that you got to really establish something rather than uh, giving up a three-point shot. I mean, it's nice. It's, it's We can win by this way, but when you're not playing well, a three-point shot is not the way to get back into the game, and especially three-point shot after three-point shot. So, again, they got to review their uh, uh, what they want when they come down each time offensively. Defensively, they're, they're doing pretty good. It's just that they got to maybe make a few adjustments on and, 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 uh, Kobe and some of the other players, but offensively is where I see their biggest hole, and they really have to – Establish what are they going to do? Are you guys going to go outside or stay on the uh, on the inside? So I, I, they got to make their mind up and they got to make it up quick. Well, Wizzle, for the listeners, the most important part before we move on in sports is your prediction. I got four oh four one all Lakers all day all night. Who do you got? What is uh, what's your prediction before we get going inside of this series? I've that, I got the Lakers on the surface. I got the Lakers to sweep, and I, I'm not particularly proud of that because I'd like to see a better game in the finals. But, hey, let's just be honest about it. The, 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 the experience and uh, everything is on the Lakers' side. So if, if it does go the other way, I think is where obviously uh, the Lakers, they, there's a couple different teams that show up, and it's got to be the team that's not interested and doesn't play with a sense of urgency, and they'll let Orlando get back in this thing and make it a series. Well, you heard it right here, ladies and gentlemen, infant love uh, from the Wizzle, from the Christies. We're saying, sweet, bring out your brooms, get the party started in La La Land. Tinseltown will be throwing down, no question. Well, in the French Open, Wizzle, we got Federer and Soderling in the final. Uh, Soderling was the first person to ever beat Nadal in the French Open. I don't know how much that says for him. This will be number 14 for Mr. Federer if he wins, surpassing uh, the once and great Pete Sampras in uh, Grand Slam title. So uh, are you staying with your pick? I'm sure you are. Would that be Roger Federer? Without a doubt, I'm going for Federer to break the record, and he will do it in straight sets. Oh, straight sets, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, I think that might be 626360. Well, in the world of hockey, for all of those Canadians out there, because I know that you are listening, the Stanley Cup finals have been balanced off at 2-2 Detroit. 
uh, took an early 2-0 lead, and everybody was leaning that way. But the Pittsburgh Penguins have come back behind Sidney Crosby and a Mr. Malkin, who has size, skill, and a big reach out there with that stick. Wizzle, who do you got in this one? Uh, we're looking, uh, today's game should be fantastic. 2-2, this is going to be one heck of a series. I'm going with Sidney Crosby and the young legs. That would be the Pittsburgh Penguins. Who you got in that one? I'm going to go with Detroit. I think they're going to play a little bit dirty because they don't have the young legs, and I look for them to play extremely violent tonight and to do whatever it takes to get a win. Man, I wish I was in Detroit right now because I would go watch that game. I'm telling you, if you've never been to a hockey game, ladies and gentlemen, check it out. The ice is white, it's bright, they're moving fast, and they're smashing hard. It's a mixture of football, lacrosse, a whole bunch of things. A great game. But, Wizzle, going to the thoroughbreds, we got the Belmont Stakes that is taking place. We got... Calvin Burrell, the jockey who has won the Kentucky Derby on Mind That Bird. He won the Preakness Stake on Rachel Alexandra, the freakish filly. And now he is in the Belmont Stakes moving back to Mind That Bird. He could win the Triple Crown as a jockey. Of course, the horse can't win it. Uh, I'm going with Mind That Bird and Mr. Calvin Burrell. Who do you got in that one? I am going to do the same. Uh, I think that it is destiny. Uh, obviously, the man knows what he's doing. He can pick a horse, and I'm going to pick him. No question about it. Ladies and gentlemen, check them out. you got the Stanley Cup today, Belmont Stakes today. you got the NBA Finals tomorrow, ABC. It's a can't-miss Kobe, Dwight Howard, the Wizzle, the Christie's. We're here. We're doing it. Uh, Wizzle, until next week, we'll see you same time. Well, no, I changed that. It will be 5 p.m. next week, ladies and gentlemen, so it won't be the same time, but it will be the same place. Wizzle, as always, we appreciate Appreciate your insight into the world of sports. And that is not a problem. And, and if you have some time, check out that new Dallas Stadium opening. People, 44,000 gallons of paint, 3 million square feet. They got a screen that goes between the 20s. Think about that, a screen that goes between the 86 foot glass roof. Come on now. Enjoy it, John. I'm out. We're so all right. As you guys heard, that was the whistle, and we're going to see you next week, Saturday, 5 o'clock. Oh, we can't see you, but we'll talk to you next week, 5 o'clock. Come on. Oh!